And now, PureFandom.com presents another episode of Brad and Court Talk. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fandom Podcast, Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. And it's, uh, what year is it? Uh, it's technically 2018 right now, but not for much longer. No, this is our 2018 review because this is the last podcast. Well, the last Brad and Court podcast of 2018. I have like another one to do later on today. Something totally different. But yeah, we're getting there. What's the end of the year? We did it. We made yeah. it through. It's been a long year, Brad. It's been a long year. I know. It's like 360 some odd days of it. It's been 367 years. 367 years. Within this year. I needed years to watch all the TV that is on now. My God, I just... TV and movies. Like, I have that AMZ thing where you can go to see so many movies. During the summer, that was fine. But life is busy because, you know, I have to work. And, like, people depending on me. And I have to record stuff with Brad because I have to watch movies and TV shows and talk about them with him. So, yeah. I had to... I'm, I'm, I'm wasting money now with that thing. Like technically, you can see three movies a week, and I was doing that for the summer because I All had right. no life. Um, but yeah, that doesn't happen. I barely make it to three movies in a month. Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I haven't. I can tell you, my last movie that I went to see it was uh, Mortal Engines, actually. Oh, cool! Which I did like, uh, despite the fact that a lot of people did not like that movie. Uh, basically, if you haven't seen it and you want to see it, it looks really cool on the big screen. Disengage your brain. Don't wonder how things happen, and you'll be fine. That's how you should do most things. Um, mo- movies, like fantasy movies, it's called fantasy. Like they've created a world for you. Like stop dropping holes in the things. Like don't poke too hard. Yeah, it's <laughs> don't ask questions. There's, a, there's ask questions in real life. Do that. Yeah, there's a lot of questions you don't need to ask about this movie. It's just totally it's steampunkish. It's really cool. Like, why not one of the flying machines looks like another one? Or where exactly they got all the metal to build the big wheels for cities? Or, or oh. you know, why is there not a housing issue? Don't ask these questions. Just go and See, enjoy this is, it. If you remember, we have different sections sometimes that, that's called Shit the Brad Sees. Yeah. And he, he likes the bug producers about, like, the little things that he sees. So this is funny. Yes, it is. It's like... <laughs> If if you listen to our Van Helsing podcast, I just went on my little little bit of a baby rant about the whole fact that one character is literally sleeping twenty foot from another one and was unnoticed and kidnapped. Like, <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stuff and things. Stuff and things. Yep, yep. That's that's it. That's that's all. Uh, where are we going from here? Uh, oh, oh. So we you were talking about mortal engines. So did that make your top five list? No, not really. It was a good movie. <laughs> it wasn't nearly in my top five. All right. So we have some categories that we're going to go over. Um, like since he started talking about Mortal Engines, we'll start with movies, our top five. And like these are our personal top five movies. Like some of these movies on here, they, they won't be nominated for Oscars, all that good stuff. I kind of find some of those movies boring as hell. Um, yeah, I like to be entertained. And like Brad said, I like to turn my brain off sometimes. So are you not entertained? Oh, I was entertained by that. That was good. And uh, like one of the movies on my list is up for different awards. So I'm very happy about that. Okay. All right. A couple of my movies are up for awards. Oh my God, Brad. I went cerebral this year. Did you really? Like not super, super, super like boring as fuck cerebral, but yeah. Yeah. I, 
I, my movie watching this year has been at the theaters has been kind of dismal. <laughs> just haven't had time to do it. Watching everything else on like the flicks of the net and things of that nature. But there are like a lot of good movies on Netflix. Um, I, it's not on my list, but like after I saw all the memes, mm-hmm. well, I wasn't going to watch this movie because my sister watched it and she was, she was like, eh, eh. but on Christmas night, uh, apparently all of us surrounded the TV watching um, that bird box movie. Right. With, with, um, was oh it extra God. crispy or just normal? Huh? Was it extra crispy or just regular cr- original recipe? Oh, it was original recipe. Okay. <laughs> really? Uh, really? Um, so with Sandra Bullock, who I happen to love, and I knew her way before she was the Bird Box Lady people. She was in Speed. <laughs> you knew her she way. She was Grexy Hart. Yeah. Yeah. You knew her way before that movie, huh? Yes. <laughs> Like people are calling her the Bird Box Lady now, and that's not who she is. She's uh, you see the bees like she's getting all pissed off about it. Quit sending me these pictures. <laughs> <laughs> no, like they Netflix like this likes it. This made them the most popular. That was their most popular seven day opening for uh, an original movie. Right. On yeah. Netflix. There's yeah. a whole articles out there about you know Bird Box sp- uh, spawning this whole meme fest in social media of everybody walking around with blindfolds on. It's hilarious, actually. Well. So. I'm going to tell you that I found that I found out about it. Well, I knew it was coming, but I didn't watch it yet. But Black Twitter is, is actually what turned me on to Bird Box. Like it had all these memes and stuff, and so that's actually why I watched it. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. Yes. So yeah, it was the power of Twitter. Yeah, Black Twitter. it was. I, I like Bird Box. I thought it was a good movie. It, it, it was entertaining. It it did entertain me, but it wasn't. Um, it it was a it wasn't that it wasn't a horror movie, and that's why people were like, "It's not that scary." I was like, "I didn't really think it was." Um, I, it was a thriller. We sat in front of that TV, like, oh, "Okay, what's gonna happen next?" Right? Know. Yeah, but it wasn't, you know, um, uh, a it wasn't movie. a horror, horror, right? Like not not the hardcore horror stuff that we like. Yeah, it, it wasn't anything like that, and it reminded me a lot of um, the uh, was it the Quiet Place? It it did. Um, I think it'll it remind a lot of people of The Quiet Place. And, like, The Quiet Place was a little bit more artsy. And whereas The Quiet Place, like, you sat in that movie theater and it was dead silence because it had to be. Whereas with the Netflix movie with uh, Bird Box, like, we had to keep adjusting the volume because we had other family members in the other room who were super loud. So we would have it, like, up super loud in some portions. And then other portions, it would be insanely too loud and we'd have to turn it down. Mm-hmm. So, like, there was weird adjustments with that. Oh, so um, one other thing it reminded me of, uh, I was actually listening to this book on, on tape, not tape, um, like what's tape now? It was called The Silence. It was the same kind of thing where like they had these creatures that came out. Um, you saw, you saw, um, not, not Verdict, not the Pitch Black, but they kind of look like the creatures in Pitch Black. Okay. Um, so you saw Pitch Black, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. So in the book, it was kind of described like these creatures who could only live in the darkness or whatever. And they somehow got uh, pulled out when uh, people, you know, went beyond what they should have, like digging into caves, mm-hmm. like stop exploring people because you're going to um, disturb things that have been lying dormant for all this time. Right. So, yeah, the things came out and it kind of took over the world. And like the only people that could survive was the people who knew sign language or that weren't making all this noise. And, and Yeah. So if you haven't read it, like check it out. It, it was yeah. actually pretty good. But it reminded me of this movie and The Quiet Place. Okay. So can I get tell you my gripe that I had with Bird Box? 
Fine. My gripe, and it's just, it's not a gripe really, but it, well, it is. Uh, first, we have a pregnant 54 year old woman. Hey, that happens now. <laughs> it's um, not that. Right? But, Sonia was pregnant uh, recently, and she's in her 60s or 70s. Oh, okay. I, okay. So she's not at all wanting to go to the doctor. I'm like, Ugh. but then people forget that Sandy Bullock is 54. She's aged yeah. well, people. Yeah. She's still hot. So I'm just, She's got it going on. Um, yeah, that, 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 yeah, yeah. That was that your whole? No, no, that was it. That was fine. I mean, yeah, Brad, that, it's happening now. Like that, huh. that wasn't actually my hole in the whole uh, movie. I had a couple Definitely other talk little about that asking questions. I had a couple other issues where they were getting food from, but that's okay. I won't go with that. I'm good. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Five years again. Later. This was not on either of our lists. No, it just came up, and we just watched it, and that was it. <laughs> All right, so let's do the top five movies that were actually on our list. Again, these are our personal top five faves of 2018. Okay. Brad? You want to go? Oh, you want me to go? I mean, you have my number one, too, so go ahead. You do it. Uh, Black Panther. Black Panther, absolutely. Yes. You want to talk about why? Uh, because it was really good. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and it didn't have it was Batman in it, so, yeah. Right, like it was, it was pretty original. Like this is a character that we haven't seen reincarnated like fifty billion times, and mm-hmm. like it was, it was not our first black superhero, but like this was a movie that a lot of people who hadn't seen any Marvel movies went out to support because it had, like, a lot of black faces. Like let's let's face it, like when you look at superhero movies, it's a lot of white faces, mm-hmm. and like this was the first time that we actually got to go out, and it was like full representation, and. Like it was, it was a time where you could see like this fictional place that hadn't been touched by uh, colonization, and they thrived, and it was beautiful. I saw this movie maybe five times in the movie theater. I took everybody I could take, and it was just an experience every time. Um, like every time I went to see it, there was something different that I could admire about the movie. I right. got to enjoy different characters. Like I think it was the fourth time I saw it when I jumped from like the 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 doors to being able to admire Mbaku for like his hilarity mm-hmm. like it was just something in that movie throughout like even Killmonger like you had this villain who had like this message and he went about it the completely wrong way like he was a bad guy do not get that wrong but like he was definitely onto something like like bad crazy crap is happening but like he shouldn't be trying to use using the Wakandan weapons to like get out of the mess. And if you haven't seen this movie, and if I just spoiled it for you, that's your fault. Yeah. Actually, if you haven't, well, we'll try not to spoil everything, but yeah, you just need to, yeah, we won't spoil anything. I'll just keep, I it. won't spoil anything. I'll I didn't really spoil anything. No. Um, Batman His dies in the movie. Yeah. Batman, Batman dies in the movie. So we know that. Oh, no, a spoiler. Yeah. And Superman doesn't show up because he <laughs> Superman was doesn't show up either. No, Superman doesn't show up in this movie, and Batman doesn't show up, and who else do we have? Um, <laughs> no, those are DC. That's not Marvel. <laughs> so. All right. Um, what else you got? I talked a lot in the last one. Um, my other movie that I have on here, uh, uh-huh. Deadpool 2, just because. Deadpool it's so is much fun. so much fun and enjoyable, and I, it's you just can't. Deadpool. I'm sorry. It's like the top grossing superhero movie out there. I like he's so he's so he's just hilarious. 
I, I think it's the fact that he breaks the fourth wall so much. Well, I, and the fact that Ryan Reynolds just embraces the character with so much all over the place and just does everything. And it's true. Uh, they had Celine Dion do the opening music score for it. It's just, you know, like, it, it should be ridiculous, but it's not. And the whole fact that they got her to do it, and she's like, oh, yeah, I'll sing the song for it. I mean, this just goes to tell you something right there. Uh, this movie did a box office but uh, of 700 and, uh, $783 million. Was that before or after they did it again to make it PG-13? Uh, oh, that was Deadpool. Actually, I need Deadpool, too. That was probably before. Uh, well, Deadpool 2, $741 million. This is as of today, so that's, you know. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, I love the addition of Zazie Beetz as Domino. Like, she was my favorite part. Oh, I agree with you. That was totally great. And I loved in this one, um, actually, Black Panther, by the way, got um, $1.344 billion. <laughs> so, yes, hi, one of the highest grossing <laughs> movies, period, point blank. Right. Uh, the sneak roles that we had... Um, in Deadpool 2 were just hilarious when they got the team together. Uh-huh. The, the Invisible Man, in case you missed the Invisible Guy, when he showed up after he hit the uh, power lines, that was Brad Pitt. <laughs> I, I love it when movies do that. And was it, they said, Adric, he said, Brad Pitt made $956 to appear in a sequel. <laughs> so, it's one of those moments. Yeah, and you could just point out to you kids like, "Hey, that was that was me, y'all." Right, and the team, you know, quickly dies off really quick. It's just, yeah, it was great. I just but they had all the people that they needed. Right, I, I got such a kick out of the whole thing. It was, you know, let's talk about cable. Like cable was awesome. Yeah, cable shows up, and they got all that stuff going on. I it was a great movie. It's just a lot of fun. All right, so um, my second one was also fun. It was fun and romantic and beautiful. Like, I tricked my boyfriend into seeing it. Uh, I told him it was a comedy, and he said I, I got my one chick flick uh, for the year. But it was worth it. Uh, it was Crazy Rich Asians, and um, I read all the books. And, like, when I found out they were making a movie about this, I was so excited. Because, um, like, we got Black Panther this year. Like, that was big for... Like, that was good for representation. But we also had the Asian August. That's what they called it on Twitter. I'm sorry. Um, who called it that? My Asian peoples. Like, that I follow. They called it Asian August because they had Crazy Rich Asians. And um, another one that's on my list, Searching, had John Cho in it. Um, awesome films. Like, just go see it. Like, you have fun. You have romance. And in Searching, you have this huge thriller. And, like, with these crazy twists in it. I'm not going to ruin it for you. If you haven't seen it yet, please go see it. It's it's amazing. And I love the fact that um, that they show it through a computer. Like the entire movie takes place through a computer screen or different um, like technology media. Like if you, you haven't seen it, have you, Brad? No, I haven't. So um, I'll give you the premise. Uh, this guy, his daughter goes missing. Oh, and, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I actually, yeah. Um, I heard about this when I was reading this whole thing. And yeah. in the movie also, and I don't know if you noticed this or not, but this is part of the other thing I pull up. When he's looking at through stuff, uh, uh -huh. there is an alien invasion going on. Oh, no, I missed that. I'll have to it's watch it all again. in the background. Really? Uh, it's all in the background in the scrolls, and they were talking about how things were found and certain things happened. Yeah, definitely look it up. There's like this whole other sub story going on in the background of the whole, whole show. Oh my god! Okay, I'll, I'll I'll do that. 
Thank you. <laughs> that was actually, it was on my list. of I want to watch it because of that part, just so I can, you know, <laughs> go with things like that. Like, you'll have to do that. And then we'll, when we have some downtime, we'll talk about it. Okay. All right. Well, what else was on your list? Um, I had Mandy was on my list. I haven't seen Mandy. I've been hearing good things about it. Uh, you really got to watch it. It's a, it's it's a good movie. It's a little on the. It's good. Just watch. It's Nicholas Cage is in it, and he goes. You know, you you get a good Nicholas Cage. It's either going to be a bad Nicholas Cage movie, yeah, or yeah. a totally off the rails Nicholas Cage movie. And this is where we're totally off the rails Nicholas Cage. It's okay. Good. I'll check it out because he's been pleasing me lately. Uh, this wasn't on my list, but have you seen Mom and Dad? No, I have not. Watch it, and then we'll talk. Yeah, uh, so good. And I think it's it's I think it's on Hulu. Okay. And if you don't have it, let me know. I'll send you my password. No, I I have I have Hulu because they had that Black Friday deal that was like literally oh, yeah. t- uh, a whole year for twelve dollars. Have not watched it yet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, like lots of good stuff, but you don't have any time. Well, it's I got okay. I got it for one of our TV shows. It's coming up on our next list. So. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. What else? Do you have? Um, so I also had Black Klansman. Um, that movie was amazing. Um, so it, apparently it's based on a true story, uh, and it's about a police officer or and his team, and like they go undercover uh, with the Klan. Like mm-hmm. they have this black guy who was talking on the phone with the head Klansman, and like the guy had no idea who he was. So like, and it was pretty good. And uh, like I said, it was it's it's based on a true true story, and it had humor to it, and like there were parts of it where. It, like there was some, a lot of racist stuff that was happening, of course. And you're like, like this shit is so crazy. And there were parts of it where you were, you weren't sure if you were supposed to laugh. You felt uncomfortable laughing, but it was funny and you could laugh. It was okay. Um, like I would recommend checking it out. It was, it was really well, well done. It was a Spike Lee joint <laughs> and it was acted by John David Washington, uh, son of Denzel. Mm-hmm. And um, like, it was just really cool. I, you should check it out. Okay. I and I wanted to say his mom's name too, because in all the interviews, like he talked about his mom too. Wait, let me pull him up. He's like, don't just talk about who my dad is. You talk about my mom too, because she was in acting too, or she was like lots of support. Wait a minute. Go ahead and talk. Okay. Uh, one of my other movies that I had on there, and actually I didn't have this on the list, but I, then I just popped into my head and I'm like, I was thinking, yes, I really need to have this movie on there. All uh, that. Uh huh. And it's. It is a horror movie that was really over the top, and it was perfectly done. Well, I don't necessarily know. Was it? Well, yeah, there was some parts. <laughs> no, it was perfectly done. And it was the terror, uh, the terrifier. Uh huh. And it's a, it's got a clown in it who doesn't say anything, and he is the creepiest clown that you will ever see. And he kills a lot of people, and but some of them needed killing. But it's just, I. He's yeah, it's he the clown is just awesome. <laughs> That's like what ever, is up with creepy clowns? Did you ever watch it? No, but like I saw the picture of him and he looked creepy and I didn't want to watch it because he was creepy. Oh, it's totally in a creep fest. I mean it's a little goofy, but it is a serious slasher film. I mean Is he is, like a channel zero kind of creepy? Uh sorta, yeah. Uh-huh. He's okay, got some massive body language stuff going on that he does. Well, you know, ah. he, great acting. And it's, yeah, it's kind of interesting, though, because it seems like this should be a movie that should have came out in the 90s or so, mm-hmm. but it's Those not. Those were the best, though. And like, the just, 80s and the 90s horror movies were so much better. 
Yeah, it's it's very brutal. <laughs> it, yeah. it is very brutal. There is one scene that is extremely brutal, but it's also, like I said, it's like one of those something that should have came out that you should have saw in the theater with all your other friends from high school and everybody yelling and screaming. Mm, That's okay. kind of where I put it. It's just, it's fun because it's just one of those. It is. It does take some stuff pretty far. <laughs> but, you said the terrifier. Yeah, the terrifier. What is that on? It is on the Netflix. All right, I will watch it today. And uh, just if I terrify you with it, I'm just saying I I really enjoyed the movie. I thought it was really interesting. It was on one of my picks. Huh. Um. So, like finishing up my list, mm-hmm. The Quiet Place. We kind of talked about it before. Um. Like it was just completely well done. It right. was well shot, and it was very stressful watching that movie. Oh, I totally just agree. Just because with you. of how quiet everything was. Yeah. And they're like, hey, "Why are you having a baby in the quiet place? What is it going to happen?" I mean, you can't stop babies. No, no, you like, can't. Stop it, whether it be a zombie apocalypse, what? a vampire apocalypse, anytime where there should be no noise, a baby is coming because sex. Yeah, well, they know how to fix that. Well, in that book I read, The Silence, they do know how to fix that. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you. Okay. Yeah, don't tell me. Uh, that actually, The Quiet Place also was um, the actress who played the little girl there. What was her she name? She was amazing. I forgot um, what her name was, but she actually is uh, uh, deaf. So that's kind of. And again, representation. Right. Like it, um, she, she taught the cast members sign language. Mm hmm. So that was really cool. I think that was one of the first times that we've ever seen. Ooh, the magicians did it too. Right. Um, where they had that that silent portion, but where you had like this entire scene where, or in, entire scenes where everything was silent and like the entire communications took place like via sign. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, I think that that was so cool, and we need to see more stuff like that because again, representation matters. Like people want to be able to see like their lives on screen. Even if there right. are, aren't actual monsters to it, but those little tidbits were like, "Oh, that character's like me," or that actor, like who expect- mm-hmm. who actually experiences is like it's like me. Yeah, I mean, it was that's I really enjoyed that whole part about it. It was great seeing that representation on there too, and the fact that she was actually not and it wasn't somebody playing a death character, you know. Right. Because like that's what we see most of the time. Anytime somebody's in a wheelchair or um like trying to like get back some kind of um ability that they lost before, like it, it's an able walker. So yeah. it's able it's an able person. So yeah, like uh I'll just throw one out there. Uh we have Samuel Jackson playing Mr. Glass in you know, Glass <laughs> and the show's coming up, who has osteogenesis imperfecta. Yes. That is a disease that my daughter has. The brittle bone disease. My my oldest I didn't daughter. I know that. Yeah, uh-huh. just my oldest daughter has that. So it's he, yeah, it's it's a, it's a weird representation of how they do it in that movie and stuff like that. But yeah, she's an evil genius also. So there you go. <laughs> no, she couldn't get away with anything. She talks too much. <laughs> that one's, she's a very talky girl. Okay. So well, he's talky too. That's how he got in trouble. He uh, told Bruce Willis his whole plan. Yeah, that's yeah. That, that'll. monologuing people monologuing hey even heroes monologue thor yeah well there's that's true um melissa melissa sure simmons okay yeah that's her that's the actress yeah 
Uh, I hope to see her in some other things in the future. I do too. And apparently they're, they're doing another Quiet Place sequel, right. um, but it's going to be a different family. Although I would love to see John Krasinski come back because mm-hmm. he didn't die in my headcanon. No, he's not in your headcanon, huh? Nope, because that's stupid. He's still alive. Still alive. Let's see. What else has this girl got on here? Actually, she's got a lot of stuff on her. I pulled up her IMDb, and she's uh, got a couple things in there. Oh, any stuff that's coming up right now or stuff that we've seen? Because that's happened where we've seen these actors and different things before, but we didn't really notice them until they had that one breakout part. Well, I say a couple things. She had self-credits on the other awards and TV and stuff like that. But she has this. She's in a, a television show. It's probably in Canada or something like that. In Narnia, Narnia with our girl. Yeah, somewhere. <laughs> okay, my other movie that I had on the, my list here. Uh, I am going with uh, Halloween. It was good. I liked it. It was fun. Yeah. Like that's another movie I saw multiple times. Mm-hmm. Like, did you watch that one and then go back and watch the original and saw all the places where they paid homage? Of course I did. Of course yeah. I watched them all. Yeah. Like that was, that was really cool. I enjoyed it a lot. It was good. A lot of good stuff. And because yeah, it could have gone wrong in so many ways. Oh yeah. It definitely could have gone wrong a lot. Badly. And it tried to when they almost had the doctor dude. Um, I'm not going to spoil anything. Yeah, but you know what I mean, right? Yeah, I know what you mean. Okay. Uh, <laughs> my my last movie that I have on my list. Uh huh. Bohemian Rhapsody. Is this the real life? That was just a huge concert. <laughs> it was. It was like I would have been fine if they played the entire Live Aid concert at the end. Because well, I know a lot of people, like myself, went back and watched it on YouTube. Yay, YouTube. And that's like one of the things about that is you watch how they did that the the um, that concert part. Mm-hmm. They did take out like one song, and I forgot what it was. But that's literally the entire, that's the set. And when you, if you watch them side by side, you, it, it's identical. Everything was set up identical. From, yeah, like Rami killed it. Like the whole setup, then scenery and sets and props and everything, those were on point. But Rami, he had oh all of the mannerisms down. Like he he became Freddy. He, yeah, it was, wow, it was shocking. I mean, it was really awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so, and he was, I remember seeing like one of the interviews with him. When he interviewed with him, he had to go and perform in front of the the original members of the band that were you know still left so that's kind of like a big thing you have to go in there and do your thing in front of them yeah i it was it was a great movie i mean yeah i really loved it it was a whole thing freddie mercury's you know was amazing and had a voice that was amazing and just seeing how everything portrayed on film went it's i saw it in imax with the surround it was just insane yeah yeah, and like just the mechanics of seeing how they created some of these songs. Mm-hmm. And that they were totally screwed up. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and, like it, it, felt, it felt very real. Right, and for if, depending on how much of a Queen fan you were, you know, I mean, a lot of people don't get into it until later, but you kind of find out about what happened to Freddie and yeah. how, you know, he was taken down to the dark path and basically, you know, yeah. turned on to everything that eventually would uh, help scale him off, but he did find happiness and everything else. Yeah. 
But yeah, it was that movie. Mm, it was good. Yeah. And like listening to the music, it, it felt like a soundtrack for his life. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was really it was really cool because I, I, I have always loved Queen, but I didn't know all the little stuff that happened. I knew he died. I knew he died of AIDS. Um, like, but I was I was a kid when all that happened. So I didn't know all the details and everything. And this made me kind of go back and look at all that stuff. Uh, but like when I was watching the movie itself, like I thought he I thought he died like not long after Live 8. Like I didn't know any better. But then, like, we found out he got to live and have his life with his love for quite a while before he died. Right. So I was happy about that. And it also helps with the band, too, as you find out that they, and this is, like, mainly for people who hadn't really been into Queen to Snow, like Bohemian Rhapsody and some of your other songs. But the span of music that they did was, you know, everything was different. It never it was never the same. Oh, for real. Uh one of the amusing parts of the movie for me was Mike Myers, Michael Myers, <laughs> uh, the comedian, you know, uh, Austin Powers, uh-huh. right? Uh, yeah. Wayne's World. So yeah. uh, he had, he was playing the role of the general manager mm-hmm. who would not put Bohemian Rhapsody on the radio because he didn't think it was going to sell. And he's uh-huh. like, no, you're not going to do it. It's not going to sell. Well, I'm not going to do it. And, you know, this is where they walk out. In his first movie that he did was Wayne's World. Party time. And party time. Uh, excellent. He told them that they wanted to use, he wanted to use Bohemian Rhapsody for the song. And they said, no, we want to use like, uh, what did he say? It was like, it was a Guns N' Roses song or something like that. And he was like, no, it's got to be Bohemian Rhapsody or I'm going to walk out. And they're like, mm-hmm. this is your first movie and you're putting your foot down. So, <laughs> in this, so he did this like full circle thing of saying, Bohemian Rhapsody is going to be in my movie or I'm not doing it too. You're not putting Bohemian Rhapsody on this record. Iniquity thing. So it was like this full circle for him that was just hilarious. Oh my God. That is so cool. And you don't and like really... they even had that moment in the movie where like people started rocking out in the car. Right. That was so cool. Yeah, there was a, there was a lot of stuff. So it was it was really fun. So yeah. That's it. That's my fives. Yes. And I I, I was good mostly. I had a couple honorable mentions. I won't really go into detail. Um, Love, Simon. Really amazing movie. Blind Spotting. If you haven't seen it, amazing, amazing, amazing. Go see it. And then to all the boys that I've loved before mm-hmm. on Netflix. Cool. The books were awesome. awesome. This movie was really good. Very uh, 80s. I loved it. Yes. Okay. So what are we looking at next? TV shows? TV shows. Yeah. Do you just want me to run down my list and you run down your list? Yes, I have more go ahead. Run it down. Run it down. <laughs> my list has more than five on it. <laughs> I got a couple honorable mentions. Okay. So on a TV show that was canceled, uh, Everything Sucks. It was on Netflix. This was a great little flick of kids mm-hmm. growing up. It was hilarious. It was great. Of course, it was canceled. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I'm like, Netflix. Netflix, you suck. Uh, so bad. Another show that was just recently canceled on Sci-Fi and just had their uh, final episode last night was Z Nation. Oh, boo! Covered that, you know, since it started with the Z Cast, another podcast that I was doing. And it was kind of cool because we actually got an interview with uh, Kalita Smith coming up. And if you watch the Z Nation, you can check out the Z Cast because we have literally interviewed the entire cast and crew. <laughs> Absolutely. And we were talking to Kalita Smith later on today. And they kind of. You know, it's kind of like in this season, they kind of knew that they may not get reviewed. So they did wrap up everything really nicely, leaving it open to go for more. But they're also looking at Netflix to pick it up 
to continue because Netflix already does the other seasons, and Netflix throws money at you know shows that are established. Anyhow, so it's always a possibility. Okay, and uh, the House of Haunting Hill. Yay! The haunting of Hill House. The haunting of Hill House. <laughs> Whatever that house on the hill that's haunted. I <laughs> uh, I love that show. It was awesome. Um, another one that I'm going to throw out there uh, was uh, The Terror. This is an interesting one. Um, this is one of the shows that was on AMC. Mm-hmm. And it was a... Uh, what do you... So... Is it going to be an anthology? Is it coming back with a different story? I believe so. I, I think okay. that's how they're going to do it. So this was a story about, a story about the HMS uh, Hubris. That mm-hmm. was going into uncharted territory. They were trying to find a Northwest Passage that's up in Canada waters. And this is an actual ship that did disappear. Uh, the HMS Terror and the HMS Hubris, they were on a Royal Naval Expedition to find the passage. And they did disappear. And that was really kind of cool about this is just like recently this year, some archaeologists actually found where the shipwreck was. They discovered the bell and everything else, and it was like, oh, this is it. They, they found it, you know, the hubris. And I thought that was a really cool tie-in, but this was a long thing of made you really cold. It's like, okay, they're in the Arctic. People are dying off. They have no food, and it's, things are going bad, and there's this, like, thing out there. It was really gripping because you were kind of – stuck on your edge of your seat wanting to know what was going on. And each week something different happened and something different happened. And it doesn't necessarily end on a happy note. <laughs> so it was good. I mean, it's, it's worth it. There is a novel out there um, about it, I believe, as well. It's a, it's a chilling chilling show. <laughs> chilling, <laughs> chilling monster show, sort of kind in a way, yes. So go watch it. Yeah. You can binge it now. Yeah, so. you can definitely binge it. Go find it. It's on all your favorite things. Yes. <laughs> uh, what else did I have? Uh, Altered Carbon. Good show. Well, we love that. That was a Netflix show. If you have not watched that, you really need to check it out. It is, it is amazing. Um, also had Handmaid's Tale, another amazing show. And Stressful. It's very stressful. And you're like, seriously, why are you doing that? Why? Well, that's what I had to tell you in the show. <laughs> It's like, what are you thinking, woman? (sighs) (laughs) And then, of course, Better Call Saul. Just because. I mean, it's amazing. Yes. It's so much fun. I like it. It's the downfall of uh, Jimmy. Even before you meet him for real. Yeah. He's getting there now. It's all good. It's all good. (laughs) Okay. That was my list. What do you got? Okay, um, so I have The Magicians, of course. Um, like, this show kicks my ass every time it comes back. We were actually watching it again um, last night. Uh, Jared hadn't seen season three yet, and it's on Netflix now, so we were binging it again. And, like, the the quest for the seven keys. Like, mm-hmm. this season, like, the show continues to reinvent reinvent itself every, every time. And, like, I'm just so excited for it to come back. Spoiler for my things I'm excited for for 2019 um but like characters are interesting and like this is one of those things where the ensemble like all the characters all work pretty well together like you can have some shows where like the ensemble like 
they, they don't work together at all. There's no no chemistry. Like that's not this show. Like the, the ensemble works and the storytelling is completely original. I just love it. I know it's based on books, but they go off and do their own thing so many different times. So um, the magicians, if you haven't seen it, please watch it on on Netflix. Or you can also check it out on Sci-Fi as well, I believe. Um, what I tied for number one with that was The Expanse, um, oh, yep. another show. Like once they got moving from season one, like they've just been throttling their way through. Um, I wanted another space show after Battlestar left, and like I, no, nothing really ever filled that void until The Expanse came. Like another show where it's original and it's doing its own thing, and like a lot of crazy things are happening right now. I was really pissed at Sci-Fi because they canceled it. I know it's very expensive to produce, but uh, it's going to be on Amazon Prime when it comes back. So I'm very excited to see where they go next. Yep. Um, Cloak and Dagger, like this is a show that Brad had been so excited about. Like he talked about, if you've been listening to this for forever, Brad was always pitching the show. I've been I've been pitching be Cloak and Dagger for like twenty <laughs> years now. <laughs> and like then we found out it was coming, and um, I got a chance to cover it, like with the recaps and everything. And like they did not disappoint. I honestly I didn't know a lot about it. Like I didn't know as much about Brad. Um, as much as Brad did about the show. And like when they did it, like it, they did a wonderful job with it. They picked the, they picked the, like just these great, amazing actors and the way it was written. It felt very realistic and honest. And they touch on a lot of real world issues that we have going on right now. Um, so if you haven't checked that out, please do. It's a really great show. Uh, Daredevil season three. Like my one of my favorite, favorite, favorite Netflix Marvel shows, period. Um, actually my favorite. Netflix Marvel shows like he started it all and like he, he came back with a killer season that kind of beat everyone's ass so uh, I really enjoyed it and, and I'm really pissed at Netflix right now for for canceling it but I, it went out on top so was it, was it really Netflix though or was it mainly Disney I don't I don't know who it was I feel like it was Netflix I feel like it was Disney because they just killed off all of them I haven't looked at it but you know it was so good. Um, there's speculation as to what can happen next because I, I read something where they can't do anything with these characters for another two years. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know. Like, eventually, maybe we will see another team up. I kind of wish they hadn't done Defenders as soon as they had now because, like, I feel like that's something that we would have enjoyed seeing now that they've all been canceled. Like, one last hurrah, one last um, arc for our heroes. Yeah, but we will get to see Jessica in the Punisher at least one more time until they get canceled because you know that's going to happen. Yep. Yeah, it is. Um, also on my list, The Haunting of Hill House. Uh, Brett kind of went over everything. I love the way um, they told this story from the different points of views of all the siblings. It was terrifying. Uh, the first time I, I saw the the, uh, the first time I saw the show, um, it was at New York Comic Con. So I got to get into one of the screenings. It was like eight o'clock at night, or maybe it was like nine o'clock. No. I don't know. It was late. It was really late when I first got to see the first episode. Um, we had just seen um, the chilling adventures of Sabrina. Like it was a Friday night, New York comic con. So I was already creeped out from that. And then we got to see the haunting of Hill house. We got to see that first episode and like, it was just, did we see the first episode? No, they showed us a scene from it. And um, they had 
the lights come back on and then all you saw were these these women all standing on stage and it was a line of women that were like dressed super creepy and i guess at this point we know it was it was the one sister that dies like uh but she was shrouded you couldn't really see her face so everybody was pretty creeped out um but like that that show was so good and like so if that's what Netflix intends on doing and if that's what they're canceling my daredevils for I can take that if you're going to give me 20 of those Mm -hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure we're getting another season of the haunting of hell house I'm not sure how they're going to make it happen but I'm down for it as long as it's good and they've done that with stranger things so I was pretty pleased with season two of stranger things and I'm looking forward to season three so I have faith that they can give us some good stuff Um, other tv shows uh the good place uh, amazing original uh, another show i didn't know what to expect when i first saw it and it's a show that i'm in love with ted danson is hilarious actually the entire cast is hilarious uh the chilling adventures of sabrina they did a really good job with this and i can't wait to see more of the story are you all caught up d uh no not yet okay so i won't talk about it too much but like it, it's it's good it's not riverdale brad it's it's it, it's weird, mm-hmm. but it, it's supposed to be weird. Okay. And like, you're going to love it because it's dark as hell. Uh, yeah, I, I may have stopped uh, watching Riverdale. Uh, I'm, I'm going to keep up with watching Riverdale oh. and I'm just going to enjoy it for what it is. I Although I feel like they should be in college because somebody's running a speakeasy um, in high school. Somebody's been in jail and there was jail sex and like just stuff. Yeah. Like, I, I, I wish they were in college, but whatever. Um, my other honorable mentions or my honorable mentions included Krypton and Runaways. Like I'm watching Runaways season two right now. And oh my God, this show is so good. And Krypton, another show I did not know what I was getting into. And I was just blown away. Love it. Uh, nope. I totally agree with you on that. Yeah. And see, I leave things off my list because I know they're going to be on your list. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. Glad I can help. Yeah. See, I tried not to do too much. That's why I came up with a whole new category for new shows. I know. It's just one of those. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, what are we doing next? Um, best new shows. Remember? Because I had this whole other category of shows I couldn't fit on the other list. Best new shows? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> new, new shows coming up? or No, new shows that we just got recently. Uh, new shows that we just got recently. Hmm. I'll do mine. You want me to do mine? Yeah, do yours. Okay, best new shows: Discovery of Witches. I've seen the first two episodes, um, but because they were start, on. That doesn't start until 2019. Does it start now? Or I didn't think that started until 2019. It doesn't technically start until 2019, but they gave previews, um, and also it already aired in England. So I could have been in England and seen at least half the season, as far as you know. Okay, all right, fine. But I've seen a lot, and I've read all the books, mm-hmm. and it's very true to the books, and it's amazing, and I really want you to watch it so we can cover it. Okay. I know you have no time, but even if you watch it and cover it and just watch in the background, like, let's do that. Okay. It's so good. And Tracy's going to love it. So right. just let me know. <clears throat> um, manifest. Mm-hmm. Um, it was billed as um, another loss, but I feel like it's something else entirely. And that's not a bad thing. I really like where they're going with this show. Um, there's a lot of great mystery to it. Uh, sometimes the characters do stupid things, but that's shows period point blank. Like, we, we wouldn't have shows if characters didn't do stupid things. Okay. Uh, I already said The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Love it. Uh, Killing Eve. Sandra Oh is freaking oh, yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Pose on FX. If you haven't seen it, uh, another great show. And On My Block on Netflix. 
Um, it's it's not a children's show. Let me just say that it's amazing. Yes. Oh, in Titans. In Titans. Okay. Yeah. If you haven't seen it yet, let me know. I'll see my passwords. Even though I think it's coming to Netflix soon. Okay. No, that was Netflix International. So y'all see my password. Mm. Uh, all right. So did you have any best new shows? Uh, I had a couple best new shows that were out there. I mean, like the House on Hen and Hill. That was a new show. We already watched that though. Um, and some of the other ones that we already mentioned. But th- okay, new show. Here we go. I'm going to go with little comedies because we like watching 30 minute shows because they're fun. You know, mm-hmm. in between dinner and stuff. Uh, it's kind. It's new, but it's not mm-hmm. the Connors. Okay. Okay. So after the whole the debacle that you know happened with Roseanne, like Racism? no one, no one, yeah. was, no one was surprised about that. Not at all. <laughs> so they continued to show, which was really cool because you know all these other people were involved in it, and they all have yeah a lot going on. And True. I like the way they have changed the show, and it features you know it goes. Now, basically, Darlene's the head character, and but it's not because it's still the family, right? Yeah, it's still the family. Granted, she is the. It's kind of more focused on her, but it shows everybody else there, and it shows you know like Dan struggling with the loss of his wife, and actually, Katie Seagal showed up on last <laughs> the episode. Are you serious? So she's she's in the town, right? So nice, and that would uh, be crazy. Yeah, and I mean, a lot of people don't like it because, you know, Roseanne's not on it, but I don't like, I th- actually think it's a lot better than what it was before. Peggy Bundy and Dan Connor. Right. And oh. so we got a lot of stuff going on in there. I mean, you know, we got, uh, it's just a lot of fun, actually. I'm just, I'm just really kind of in enjoying, yeah, she was actually hitting on Dan. So, but uh, I'm enjoying it because it's really gone up to, you know, show how kind of screwed up the family actually is. But there's also got a lot with, you know, Darlene's got her two kids uh, um, and uh, DJ has kids. And it's just, it's really, it, it just, it's, it's a nice 30 minute thing. And they, they deal with a lot of more issues on it now than I think they really did before with the Connors. I mean, with Roseanne. They're just throwing more crap out there. The other one that we watch, which is kind of funny because it's on right after this, is the kids are all right. Okay. This is set in the seventies with mm-hmm. a you know Irish Catholic family basically, and uh, it's it's amusing because all the kids are just running around doing rampant stuff and getting in trouble basically, but it's a whole lot of a whole lot of kids in it now. One of the reasons why we kind of started watching this one because well it was there, but the uh mary mccormick's in it and, oh i love her <laughs> right so she is been in a whole lot of stuff but uh she was also in the show that we watched from beginning in, in plain sight is mary shannon and it was uh-huh. you know, really great but she has done a whole lot of stuff and it's 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 a funny show i mean it's just one of those things and then it's uh um, you also have to not miss who the father is in this episode. And, you know, he's uh, Michael Kolitz, you know, from Walking Dead, Abraham, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's in it. It's all, it's great. And this, you know, a whole bunch of boys and stuff. It's a fun show. That's it. It's a 30 minute show. That's what I got. <laughs> okay. Lots of good shows. I know there are like other you do sh- comedies. Yeah. No, yeah. 
Yeah, occasionally I got to watch something that doesn't involve killing other people. Yeah, but you get stressed. Like right. whenever I used to stop watching Sons of Anarchy or the Mayans or something stressful, I needed a comedy to kind of wipe all that stressful crap out. I would say there's like Netflix TV series that I've watched too, but I don't remember until I go back and rewatch them. Because yeah. I'm always watching Netflix, like usually on my breaks or at lunch or whatever. I'm yeah. watching something. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, it's there's always there's interesting things. I, my my must see list on Netflix is insane. Oh, we'll have to do one for Netflix itself. Oh God, that would be hard. <laughs> I yeah, my my list on there right now is just pulling it up to take a gander here. Um, it's kind of big. My must see list. Oh, Frontier. God, that's an awesome show too. That's got Jason Momoa in it. Ooh, it does. I, I saw the first couple episodes. It's good. Yeah, it is pretty good. There's actually a, it's on season three now, right? Yep, season three. It just dropped. Oh, um, the rain came out on Netflix. Oh my god, that was so good. See, now I'm just cruising through my list here to see what else is on there. And we had that one. What was the uh, the dark? What was the what was the, the dark? The dark. Yeah, so that one's on there. Um, yeah. Uh, Origin Unknown, 2036. Don't watch no. it. No. Don't watch it. Don't watch it. Mm, no. 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 We don't want to watch that. There's a new one that's on Netflix also that I just sent you the thing for uh, t- called Tidelands. You did. It's like Australian mermaids. It looked like Siren to me. Yeah. And it's interesting. So I haven't watched it yet, but it's on my list. These are all the things that are on my list. <laughs> so, like I said, there's a lot. Okay, so I went off the rails on that a little bit. So no, but like that was perfect. I this is why I'm saying my list of Netflix. Uh, I wish it, I wish there's a way that you can go back and see what movies have you watched on Netflix. Um, I'm sure there is. It, yeah, it'll have watch this again or continue watching if you you watched it again and you're in the middle. Uh, some I've of the stuff that. I have just stopped watching. Stop playing. Um, yeah, but if you do watch it again, it'll show you what you've watched. Oh, like what? mine has Alexa and Katie, which is a 30-minute comedy. It's very cute. Um, I've seen two other boys I've loved before like multiple times. There's Lucifer. Yay. Uh, nailed it. I watched a lot of cooking shows on Netflix and, um, and Hulu. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Black Mirror, Stranger Things, Princess Switch. They had a lot of good Christmas movies. <laughs> oh, movie I totally forgot about. Um, uh, Corbin Nash. <laughs> Corbin <laughs> okay. Nash is a very interesting movie. It had Rutger Hauer's in it, Malcolm McDowell's Ooh. in it. Um, Corey Feldman plays a drag queen vampire. Okay. It's <laughs> it's an interesting movie. I'm just saying it's these are things that are on my Netflix that that I have. This, like I said, my things of watching are just I pick stuff and just go through it and keep looking Ooh. and. One day at a time. Have you watched that yet? Uh, no, I haven't. It is on add my it, list. Add it to your list. Was Lost in Space come out this year? Yeah, that was this this summer, wasn't was it? Was that this? Was it this year? Yeah, Lost in Space was this uh, summer. All right, add out. that on to my favorite new shows. That was amazing. Yeah, that was a good show. See, um, here alone, good movie too. By the way, um, yeah, God, see, I I need to stay away from my uh, Netflix looking here because I'll just stop. And tell you all the stuff that I've watched, which is like, will take us all day. Again. Continue watching for Brad. Star Wars, Clone Wars. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> tell you things not to watch. 
Seven in Heaven. Very interesting movie. Kind of weird. I had that on my thing. Don't watch, watch it? it. No, watch it. Watch it. Watch it. Let me know what you think when you're done. Tell me. If you've watched it, let me know what you think, too, people. I am I am taking us away from where we're supposed to be going, so you better take over. I'll just, I'm just going to keep rambling on stuff. All right. I'll take over in a second, but The Captive, it's from 2014. It has Ryan Reynolds. If you haven't seen it yet, add that to your list. Okay. It's really good. It's stressful, though. All right. And Santa Clarita Diet was good this season, too. Oh, yeah. That was, that's, see, all these things. That's just hard to remember. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When you watch right. so much TV, it's really hard to remember what was on there. It is. Thankfully, Netflix has a handy dandy check this list. All right. So our next category was top five characters of 2018. <sighs> My first pick was Lyda Zod from Krypton. Okay. I had no idea how much I needed this character. I mean, I enjoyed Kal-El's grandfather, even though he's working very hard to make sure that Kal-El never comes to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but Lyda, like, she was awesome. Like, that's an, like, I like characters where we get to see them evolve into being badass. Because uh-huh. she started off being a little bit of a softy. And, like, her mother didn't know what to do with her. And, like, she was challenged. And, like, she buckled down and she showed them what Azad is made of. Mm-hmm. And Azad does not give mercy. So, apparently, I like characters that do not give mercy. Yes. Uh, speaking of giving mercy, uh, I go with Roberta Warren, Kalita Smith on Z Nation. Awesome yes. leader. She is, I would follow her through everything in the apocalypse. However, Cleta Smith is not. She said herself that she would not be able to survive the apocalypse. She goes, she's too much of a girly girl. <laughs> and likes dressing up. And it's, yeah, she is amazing. She's actually, she's a great actress. I can't wait to talk to her here later on today, too, because I'm doing another podcast where I talk to her. And, yeah, that character, though, is such a strong character. Uh, Absolutely. Controls everything. Is Everybody falls behind her. I mean, she's a great character. Absolutely. Uh, speaking of great characters and people fall in line behind, Iris West Allen of The Flash. Uh, she is the perfect partner for Barry Allen, who screws up the timeline more than not. And now they have their daughter that does the same. And so she is sort of the stable force, even though she can be badass when she wants to be. Mm-hmm. But she's the stable force that kind of keeps things going. And like she is like not the team team leader, but like she can help keep everybody in line. So, like, she's a joy to watch. Candace Patton, like, she owns that role. And then Wes Allen are adorable, so. Wes Allen, yep. Yeah. Um, let's see. Who else do I have on great characters? Uh, oh. Um, what's her name? I just, I just totally lost it. Um, I'll have it in a second, though. Uh, Winona Earp? Uh, I'll go with Winona Earp, Yeah. <laughs> You go ahead. Um, uh, see, um, June Osborne offered on Handmaid's Tale. Okay. She goes through her whole into this. She that character, how she, you know, we see the start off and how she builds up and everything else, and she's trying to find her daughter, and everything that goes on with her and how she's yeah. I, you got to watch the show. If you if you haven't watched anime, still watch it. And she's just a very strong character, and I love the way that she carries on. However, at the end, I'm just like, what the fuck, Alfred? What are you doing? Or June, not Alfred. <laughs> uh, because, yeah, she does that moment at the end where you're just like, oh, and it drags you right into next season because you're like, I need to watch it now. Literally, 
that ending of the episode made me go, I want the season right now to watch. <laughs> of, I, I got to see it. Okay, that's what I got. Okay. Um, so, yeah, speaking of shows that drag you into next season or, and make you go, ooh, I need to watch, again, Winona Earp. Like, yes. she had some very bad things happen to her this season. She lost two people that she loves very, very – actually, she lost a couple of people who she loves very, very, very much. Mm-hmm. Um, like, first, her daughter – um, not dead, but just away from her, and um, like her baby daddy and uh-huh. her sister, yeah, like they're off doing some stuff and things, and I can't wait to see next season. But as always, like her approach to life is admirable. Like we should all be Winona, in the way we approach life. Like take no bullshit, and when bullshit comes your way, have a drink. Yes, and then go kick somebody's ass. Exactly. Um, another character that I really loved. Okay. You just have to throw this out there with everything else. And, uh, yeah, the new Doctor. Oh, yeah, she's awesome. It is. The show has totally done, a, like, a little bit of a flip with it. Um, it's kind of, it's made it rebitted in more fun. Because we got into, like, this really dark error there for a bit with uh, Capaldi. He was really good. I mean, I love Capaldi in, in, as a Doctor, but it really got into a darkness. You know, the show got really hard. <laughs> is that the right word for it? Yeah. It, it wasn't nearly as uplifting as fun as it was. As so gritty? A, uh, yeah, gritty. But yeah, Jodie Whittaker as the new doctor. Man, she is just great. I love the energy she brings into the thing. And we have, you know, new companions. And it's just, it's more fun. It's, you know, it's, it's really just bounces back in a lot more fun. We don't have as much seriousness as we had before, which is good. And I think, especially with, you know, the doctor reincarnating as a woman, which is, you know, apparently pissed a whole lot of people off, but whatever, they can live with that. I love it. It's just a lot of fun. It's a nice jumping in point for a lot of people who haven't watched Doctor before. You know, they start with this doctor. This could be your first doctor. It's worth it. You can do it. Go for it. I favorite character. There we go. She's amazing. Yes. All right. Um, now the next one, I I'm cheated a little bit. So it's all the ladies of the magicians. So you got Finn, amazing. You got Julia. You got Katie. Mm-hmm. Alice. Well, Alice drove me a little crazy the last season. Yeah. But still got lover. Yeah. Gotta love her. And Summer Michelle as Margot. Again, I was watching the show again like last night. Oh my God. Like I was watching the second episode when she was sending Elliot off on um on the ship on at the beginning of the journey and she was telling him not to be the hero. You remember that scene? Uh-huh. And like she did so much amazing work with just like one her eye patch on. Like her entire face. Like she just she killed that scene. Mm-hmm. And like I, the, the ladies of the magicians, like they're just all like my favorites. They are so strong and like they, they kick ass in their own own ways. Yeah, but and you, I can't wait for the show to come back. I, yeah, yeah. I, I did have uh, um, Margot the Destroyer on my list as well. You know, yeah, because you know Bambi One Eye, she's just the <laughs> yes, I love her. She's awesome. It's just the best thing ever. I think she's like one of the stronger characters, and we know. Well, I'm not gonna say that about. Bambi one eye because there's something that happens and if you didn't see the season finale I'm not going to spoil it for you 
Yeah. Well, if you didn't see the season finale, you need to get on it. Yeah. Again, it's on Netflix. You can go binge it. It's 13 episodes. It's an easy binge. Mm-hmm. Just You can do it. Right. Just sit down one after the other. It's fine. Get up, go to the bathroom, come back. And then just get ready. You have until the end of next month, and then we're back for yep. season four. It's yep. going to be amazing. Yes, it is. Okay. Um, so number five, um, Shuri, uh, Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Like she was uh, she's a genius. Like she's the t- Tony Stark of, uh, of Wakanda. Oh, definitely. She's badass. Actually, she is Tony Stark, Bruce Banner, and like times a billion. Because right. She's amazing. Exactly. Uh, and then she's funny too. So you can't help that. And Thor was my MVP of Infinity War. Okay. Loved him. And Beth of This Is Us. I mean, Beth Pearson mm-hmm. is just perfect. Oh, I agree. In media from American Gods. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, which is Gillian Anderson. Yeah. Kind of a bummer because she left the show, and so yeah. Yeah. There's a whole lot of weird things with American Gods coming now. That's yeah. That is coming back in March. It's gonna be good. Yeah, we've changed some things around, so I'm not really, you know. We'll see. Uh, oh well. Okay, what else do we got? Um, are you done with your top five characters? Yeah, I, I just, my characters are all over the place. I was having a hard time with the top five, so you hit a lot, a lot of the ones yeah. I would do anyhow. All right, I'm going to power through my best pairings. This is when I kind of threw at you at the last minute. Um, we kind of talked about her already, but her soulmate, even if they never have a romantic relationship, Margot and Elliot of the Magicians, like their friendship, they're, they're, they are soulmates, period, point blank. Like, I love, love these guys. Uh, Beth and Randall Pearson of This Is Us, they are my favorite thing about that show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doc and Winona from Winona Earp. I know Way Hot is amazing. Like, they have my heart. But, like, when Doc, those are my guys. I'm sorry, y'all. Uh, Barry and Iris, I already told you a part of why. And then Leo Fitz and Gemma Simmons of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Like this season, like every season, there's something amazing, crazy going on with them. Mm -hmm. Um, They have another big challenge ahead of them with a season that's coming up. But like this last season was pretty good for them. Very interesting. Some cool twists. They got married. Yep. It was amazing. Yeah. And there was this really cute proposal too. But Gemma didn't hear any of it. And then she proposed. So he's like, I proposed first. It's like, no. Really sweet. If you haven't seen it, go watch it just for that scene. Okay. Yep. Definitely. Right. Do you have anything for that? Mm, no. Really. Is that like a girly thing or Brad doesn't ship? Yeah. 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 All right. Um, I had this on um, for like, I wanted you to just pull up whatever your favorite listening device is and tell me what your top favorite songs were. I did that, but it told me what my top, my top five albums were for 2018 it didn't really give me songs oh i could tell you what are the top five songs are that i have you want to okay. go with your albums you go with your albums because our tastes are going to be totally opposite people Wait for sure this. sure so what do you have no you go first um okay so one of the ones that was played here uh in this house was played a lot because my wife obsesses about things She'll, she'll get stuck on songs and just keep going <laughs> with them. And just it was a zombie by Bad Wolf, and Ooh. that was originally done by the Cranberries. And mm-hmm. they were Bad Wolf was going to record the song with Dolores O'Riordan, but the, literally the day that she died, she was supposed to come <laughs> like the next day or something like that. And as a result, you know. They recorded a song and did it, and all the money for that pretty much just went towards her kids and her foundation and all that stuff. Uh, 
it's it was it's a good song one and also the remake was amazing and I really liked it. I would have loved to have heard her in the song also, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it was good. So um, you know, it's one of those things. It's it's a good song, and we have Rats by Ghost just because that song cracks me up. I love it. Uh, this is all this stuff is pretty on the heavy side, people. So if you're wondering, there you go. Um, Champagne by Five Finger Death Punch because Five Finger Death Punch. A uh, song that I am currently obsessed with a lot, it's just weird, is All Out Life by Slipknot, which is a really interesting song because the, the song deals with uh, pretty much record companies. And that's what they're saying, how a lot of record companies, if you're an older band or something like that, because Slipknot's been around for like 20 years. If you're an older band, they were like, oh, we want the new stuff. But new doesn't mean it's better. You know, it's like they want to look look at older bands that are established that have been around, singers who are established and have been around. They can do good stuff. It doesn't have to be the latest and greatest and newest to make a good song. And, True. And, yeah, the, that song just, I, I love it. And, okay, I don't, one other last song here, just because this is also really cool and Lizzie Hale is awesome, is Uncomfortable by Hailstorm. Nice. Have you heard this song? No. You should listen to it. <laughs> it's uh there they have a they have a few songs out there that are hailstorm has yeah <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> hailstorm has a lot of interesting songs that are like yeah there's that one's really good um what is uh, uh see i just totally lost my mind on some of the other songs that they just recently had come out but they're fun because lizzie hale Again, is awesome. Uh, there's "Do Not Disturb." That's a good song. <laughs> it's it's uh yeah, that's a risque song, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the one that says they don't they don't say any curse words in it, but yeah, they do not disturb sign on the hotel room. So there you go. I'll let you wonder what that's about. <laughs> okay. So those are my fives that I got. I'm sure I, right. I would have a lot more than that, but those are just songs right off the top of my head that were kind of on my phone and in my recently played list. So. All right. So add that to your playlist, guys. Oh God! And I forgot what? Avatar. Just the whole band Avatar. Just listen to the whole. I was band gonna Avatar. say the movie soundtrack. No, the band Avatar. Um, oh, okay. Uh, hailed. Uh, was what is the name of that song? I am just having a total blank at the moment. Uh, Avatar Country. So listen to this song. It's great. The These are, these are guys are from, uh, where is it? Uh, Ireland or, no, not Ireland, but um, Iceland or something like that. <laughs> the lead singer on Avatar, he has such a range of vocals. It is insane. He goes from, you know, low to the the throaty raw you know heavy metal thing when just like the high singing his ra- vocal range is insane he, oh, for, they're from Sweden so there we go so yeah Avatar look him up <laughs> I'm dying adding it to my list and you'll go listen to Avatar Country and then you'll just that's, that Avatar Country will give you a good idea of everything and there you go I'm just gonna stop right there <laughs> Okay, um, so like I said, mine mostly had albums that popped up. Like I, I use the Amazon um, Music app 
So mm-hmm. some of the stuff is a little confusing. I scrolled through and it gave me albums. So this these are my top albums of 2018, things I've listened to the most. And it makes sense. Uh, Black Panther. I've listened to that album so many times, cover to cover to cover. Kendrick Lamar did that almost entire album, or he put it together. Um, and he had like all these different people on. It was amazing. If you haven't listened to it, go listen to it. Um, and I think I also had the actual album, um, the Black Panther soundtrack that was involved with it too, because they didn't have like some of the different sounds from the movie. And I wanted those, those included too, like the Doras um, or when they had that ritual, um, the ritual battle on the, on the waterfall, like they had the music from that. Like um, that was really cool. Um, Hamilton. I've been listening to that again. So that popped up a star is born. If you haven't seen that, the music is like, it's really good. It's really, really, really good. You'll cry. It's okay though. Okay. Um, everything is love. The Carters, um, Beyonce, Jay-Z, mm-hmm. um, Queen greatest albums. Oh, greatest definitely, definitely. Yeah. So a lot of these are pretty self-explanatory. I like my music, but I like my music and my movies too. So. Yep. No, I, I, I listen to Sirius XM all the time. So I'm just, I skip through a lot of stuff. Ah. I'm not always into heavy metal stuff, but I'm just, that's just where I've been here lately. Unless, you know, goth stuff too, but that's totally different. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so we are closing out our 2018 best of. Um, we're going to talk about a, a bit about what we are expecting or hoping for in 2019. But before we do that, Brad, what were some of your favorite best life experiences for 2018? My best life experiences for 2018? Um, yeah. I got to see all my girls this year, which was fun. Yeah. Um, my middle child graduated high school, went down and saw that. Yay. And I had my youngest was with me there, and she was here for like six weeks. It was it was a long six weeks. Um, she, she did not get the TV watching gene, so it just makes it really weird. <laughs> She's a, she she's an artist, so she does her stuff. But it was just, it always cracks me. I was like, you don't. I was like, what favorite shows do you have? She's like, eh, I don't really don't care. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> your mother broke you. Um, <laughs> and then I actually went and saw my oldest daughter Marissa out in Colorado. We went out there. We did a drive. Uh, we will never drive to Colorado again. God, that was a long drive. Oh my god. I did drive all the way home though in one shot. Oh, cool. Well, you want to get home after that. Yeah, we did. We wanted to come home. Tracy, Tracy drove for two hours. I drove for the other 15. Oh, my God, Brad. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. We wanted to get home. It was a, it was a long day. Um, so when we were out there, I, we went to Estes Park, and we, I stayed at the Stanley Hotel. Of course. You know, where The Shining was done. That was amazing. That was like my one big thing that I wanted to do, and we actually did that. It was. It did was, you say Red Room? Uh, yeah, I got some pictures, and it's on my Instagrams. Rambling Brad, go check it out. We stayed right down the room from one of the more haunted haunted rooms in the area in the hotel, and saw all the other ones. A lot of cool stuff. I got a lot of pictures. I actually printed off some pictures that I took there. Uh, I took a really cool one of the hallway. And I completed a Spartan trifecta this year, which I went on to do. And nice. it's a Spartan obstacle race. So it's a uh, four-mile, eight-mile, and a 16-mile run with obstacles that I did. I caught second place in the Festivus Games in the Master Division, which was a CrossFit competition. Oh, B. That was like, really You've been cool. kicking ass with that. Yeah. Not in the last month. That's really bad. I have to go today and see if I can max out my front squat, which was, I'm trying to set a PR today. I want to set a PR, but I have not been to the gym for a week because of work stuff. 
So I'm hoping to get my front squat up by another 15 pounds to get up to like I was at 275 or something like that. Um, we've been doing some serious podcasting, like we always do. We've talked to some cool people. We've done some, covered some really cool stuff. And I got Ragnar Wolfbark this year. Yay! Yes, my my uh, Catahoula Australian Shepherd mixed dog who is a pain in the ass sometimes. But hey, <laughs> I had a break earlier because he was letting us know there was somebody outside and all the other dogs had to start barking too because, you know, one barks, they all bark. So, yeah, those are some of my stuff that I had happened this year. That's pretty cool. How about you? Um, well, I got to intro or, um, you know, take my niece to her first ever con mm-hmm. and she got to experience cosplay for the first time. She's six. So that was pretty interesting. And the way it happened, it actually turned out a lot better than what we wanted at first. At first there was this convention, um, that was happening that got canceled at the last minute. And a lot of people were really pissed about it, but then like some of the other people who were still coming, they, they managed to kind of pull things together and save it so that the people who already had put their money out, they could still visit the city and everything. So I got to take it to that. It was a lot smaller, which was perfect for someone her size. Uh, and she got to enjoy it for the first time ever. And I actually ended up also taking her to New York Comic Con. Um, they have something called Sunday, which, which is supposed to be Kids Day, but they don't actually have anything for the kids to do. So I, I need a con where actually kids have things that they can do mm-hmm. without all the big people. Um, because whenever I take her out for a surprise now, she's like, Hey, are we going to see the superheroes? She gets really excited. So like, that was, that was pretty cool. Um, I got to interview Missy Peregrine for Van Helsing. Uh, she was amazing and just pretty damn cool. Like, I think she, she was like one of my favorite interviews to do period, like just because she was so cool and fun. Um, but we got to talk to a lot of people this year. Uh, we have an interview that's coming up uh, that's going to be posted next week. Like, that was pretty cool. Um, we got to talk about uh, Mr. Martini's movie. Uh, we won't talk about it in detail right now because uh, we're holding it back. But keep an eye out for that um, to drop next yeah, week. It, yeah, it's Max Martini. He's got a movie coming out. We'll have more on it next week because we can't let anything go. But it was really good. Yeah, like he's fantastic in the movie. Oh, my God. Um. I got to hit up Con of Thrones and hang out with our favorite people, Susan from Geek Girl Soup, Pat Spinagle and his wife, Lisa. Um, I got to hang with um, Philip Zimmerman. And I also got to hang out with this other weirdo that I happen to know and love, um, Brad. We see each other, what, every five years? Oh, yeah. I forgot that we went to Texas. <laughs> and I brought that up that I went down to Texas to see that. It was like one of those things. Yeah, we are all down there. Every five years, yeah. we see each other. So we did yeah. run into each so, other in Texas. Yeah, so that was fun. I got to see Brad and Tracy, um, whom I love. Like, you guys are amazing. Um, meeting Jade um, at that con I told you about, the little junior con. Our magicians folks still showed up, and also the Killjoys. So I got to meet um, Jade Taylor and um, Rizwan Manji. Um he plays Tick in The Magicians, and that was a lot of fun. I actually got to fangirl on her a little bit. Uh, I didn't go crazy, but, like, I let her know how much we love the show and mm-hmm. kind of gave her, an, um, you know, a shout-out via the, the podcast and everything, so that was cool. Um, being more active when it comes to doing my civic duty, um, like, I was really not proud about it. Um, like, it's something that everybody should do, I think. I know people have a, have different ways of coping, 
but like just don't close yourself off uh, it's a lot of bullshit happening right now and um, the best thing you can do is to speak up and speak out call your senators and your other representatives yep do that people a lot a lot <laughs> um yeah and, and that's most that's most of the stuff and like I finally got to I finally got to do New York Comic Con right. The first time I did it, um, I mostly was in the press room and I had no idea how to make anything work, how to get into any of the actual rooms because you have to stand in line for a lot of this stuff. But I, I finally figured out a way to maneuver my schedule so I got to enjoy it to the fullest where I did press interviews. Like I did interviews with all of the Titans. Like that was amazing. And I also interviewed the ladies of the New Charmed. Like that was pretty cool too. Um, but I got to go to some pretty cool events like the the netflix night where they had um, the haunting of hill house and sabrina and what else like that was like one of my favorite things so so yeah all right yeah uh you know it's funny oh, about the- um hmm? cozumel um I, yeah I, I went on this awesome cruise with my babe uh to cozumel and mm-hmm. like that was beautiful uh we got to drive around the island like cozumel is super small so you can rent a car and like make your way around within a couple hours um just the freshest ceviche you could want and like they made everything right there and in, in your face. Nice. So, uh, yeah, I had to laugh cause we were talking about meeting down in Texas when we did that. And we even took, you know, our pictures to put on our pure fandom page. We never <laughs> did. We never. Uh, I sent them to you, didn't I? I think, but we never updated them. So that was, <sighs> yeah, we, yeah, we had old pictures. Like, well, we're together. We need to take a picture and put it up there. And yeah, we never did. We'll, we'll try again. Yeah. We'll figure it out and do it again. Yeah. Oh, because I'm coming out for the next um, is it marathon, half marathon. I'm sure. doing that next yeah. year. Okay, that works for me. Not not the one that's coming in a couple of months. Because he's like, I'm not, last month. He's like, he's like, Court. Hey, won't you come do this half marathon with me in February? I'm like, what? Do you want me to die? I'm not totally positive. I'm actually doing that one yet, but I have to. I haven't paid for it, so we'll see. Yeah. We'll set one up though. Okay. 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 And oh, mm-hmm. so um, we're going to close this out with our what we want to see or what we're looking forward to in 2019. Okay. I have one that I just ran across earlier today, and I'm really kind of excited about it. It uh-huh. is uh, PBS has a, a mini series coming out for Les Miserables based oh, on cool. more or less the Victor Hugo book. I am a huge fan of Les Miserables, not just the play, but more or less the book. I've read the book like a lot. And it's a huge book, except for that 100 pages of the French Revolution part that I just skip all the time. Um, but they are, there's a trailer out for it already. It looks awesome. I am really looking forward to it. I'm not positive when it comes out, so I need to find out. But yeah, it's. Mm. I am looking forward to it. Actually, I'm just going to go ahead and drop that into our Facebook group. So there you go. <laughs> Check it out, everybody. Mm-hmm. And let's see. My other thing that I am excited about this coming out is Harvey Essingsoul's and the Bag of Bones Ossuary that is a going to be a podcast coming out about um, doll stories, evil doll stories. It's really creepy, y'all. Yeah, it's really and that's actually should be dropping next week. I mean, actually, I just wrapping a couple things up. I got to put it up. There we go. And yeah, that's that's some things. That's actually a podcast that I'm doing. So pff, there you go. Yeah, you guys got to check it out. It's yeah. super creepy and good. 
Um, so me, it, my stuff is mostly entertainment stuff. Uh, Infinity War in game and Captain Marvel. They're going to be amazing. And I can't wait. They've been building up to this for over a decade and we're all excited for it. So it'll be good to see how they close things out and get things set up for wherever else um, the MCU is going to go after this. Mm-hmm. I'm finally getting to see Hamilton this year. So I'm awesome. very excited for that. Um, we already talked about earlier how the Magicians is coming back next month. So I'm always excited to see those guys. Um, New Roswell. I, I used to love this alien show back in the 90s, mm-hmm. early 2000s when I was a kid. That was so long ago. Um, but uh, they have this new reboot that's coming. Um, and it's starting in, I think, in January. I saw the first episode at New York Comic Con and I thought it was really well done. Um, they take the show and they make it their own. I think it's going to be more so based on the books rather than the old TV show. Um, but they do a really, a really good job with it. I'm really excited to see these characters again. And I'm also looking forward to the full season of A Discovery of Witches that I'll be able to watch once it drops, like, for real, for real. Okay. So, yeah. Oh, and, of course, more writing. Yeah, definitely. You always got to write more writing and um, more knitting projects. <laughs> so I ba- we basically need to get back on our writing project and start bugging each other again. Is what you're yeah, telling December me. December has been down. Yeah. Because, yeah, we either do that or we do the other one. So we'll finish yours. Because you said if we didn't do one, we'd do the other. <laughs> we will. We are, we are on it. I have an epically because... long uh, audio drama that one day will be finished. <laughs> hey, you send me the, the stuff and I'll work on that too. It has been in the making since 2014. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> At least 2014. At least. If not longer. Yeah. Well, if you have any more audio stuff that you want me to read... I have plenty of time right now because things are shut down. Yeah, on my end. So, um, so yeah, on my project, by the way, um, if you go to thedollsarewatching.com, that's where you need to go. Yes, do that. There's, it's really good, guys. The site's a little not totally up there, but I'm just going to be my base there, and I'll have the podcast up next this week. Okay, all right. That's all I got. What do you got? Anything else? I mean, we, we see, this is what you get from us, you guys. We love to talk. We love to talk mm-hmm. to each other. Oh, yeah, definitely. So. It is a lot of fun. But, but we are an hour and a half into this thing already. So Is it just this one or including what we did before? No, 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 no. This one is at, this one by itself is at an hour and 24 minutes right now. <laughs> well, we did 20. I told you 2018 was 365,000 years long. Uh-huh. And see, people, this is what happens. You only hear us talk for like 20 minutes, 25 minutes at a shot. We can go for a long time. We don't really have anything scripted either. We're just winging all this. Yeah, this is what we used to do for Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. That's why it lasted for hours. Which is funny because I actually got a voicemail for the Zcast for somebody who was a listener to the Watchers of Anarchy since it started, which was literally nine years, right? Nine, ten uh-huh. years ago. And he's like, this is the first time I've called in. I'm like, dude, nine years, man. This is the first time we've called in. <laughs> <laughs> but he followed over to the Zcast and stuff, and I think he's listened to this one also. But, yeah, I All had to right. look that up. And that first episode of Watchers of Anarchy that was recorded was really, really rough, and it was 20 minutes long. <laughs> and then it went from 20 minutes long to literally the last episode that we did of Watchers of Anarchy was four hours yeah, well, we followed the we followed the guidance of the show. The show got long, so we got long. Yeah, we got long, and we also had you know voicemails that we played and everything else. We had um, dopey section, uh, the outlaws the corner, and we yeah. had a lot of stuff in that podcast that other people didn't have. And yeah, it was 
It was a big time. It was interesting. Turned my wife off of doing podcasts forever after that. <laughs> yeah. Like, we need to unbreak Tracy. We need to find yeah. something that she wants to talk about. Yeah. And we'll trick her. Like, you'll just be there, and you can have me on the phone, and we'll just talk, and she won't know she's being recorded. Yeah, there Is you that go. Is that where you are? Yeah. yeah, that'll work. We'll do it that way. <laughs> okay. Okay. I I have nothing more. I do need to eat here I, soon count either and you need you you still have a full day left yeah. and i need to get the post ready for this um so yeah that's it for us for 2018 it's it's lasted forever but i've enjoyed it like i got to work with brad and we mm -hmm. got to write together and it's been a really good year despite all some of the other crap that happened it's been an amazing year yes definitely it's been a lot we are closing in on actually we were going to do this on the episode 200 of pure fandom stuff but we are actually closing in on that number now i think we have uh 100 we're at 190 something i'll, I'll have it up here in, wow. in a bit and yeah we we got a lot of stuff out there we have done wow. done a lot <laughs> our pure <laughs> fandom uh podcasting has is yeah we are pretty much a pure fandom podcasters <laughs> Just, <laughs> Uh, I don't even know if they really carry on too much more with anything else. I know you were doing a manifest and everything else. Um, um, yeah, I have to I have to talk to Madeline um, before the show comes back. Um, we're going to do the manifest chat. Um, and I know the ladies, they, they have a podcast they're doing for Roswell when that actually starts. It's actually pretty good. And they started it already. Um, just getting pre things with news and casting stuff and getting their playlist ready for the show. It's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, actually, after these two episodes are posted, we will have 196 tracks out there. Oh, my God. And that's just us okay. talking about stuff. So there you go. So should we do something special for our 200? I don't know. We'll see when we get there. Okay, but we have to make sure we keep an eye out before we get there because we have this one. Um, we have. Did you count the one we recorded earlier? Yeah, and yeah, the that one would be one hundred ninety-seven. That's where we're at, and we'll have an interview. So uh, hold on, one hundred ninety-seven, uh, and then we have the one interview we have coming out next week with uh -huh. Max Martini. So it'd be one hundred ninety-eight, and then we got an interview that's probably coming up with uh, a vampire person. Oh. That'd yes. be 100, 199, so we're kind of oh right there. God. The Magicians would probably be 200. Yeah, should we do a pre-thing for Magicians or we'll think just that. make that our 200? I don't know. What do you think, people? Do you want us to do a pre-thing for Magicians? Let us know. Vote. Let us know. Join us on the Facebook group or somewhere or email us, bradcourttalk at gmail.com right. or hit us up on Twitter. You know all our stuff. You've been listening to us. Definitely. Let us know if you want us to do a 200th episode and tell us what you want us to talk about. How about that? You yes. pick the topic. Yeah, you do that. Let us know. All right, then. Well, until next time. Oh, my God. Until next time, Happy New Year. That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.